0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. This fresh episode, oh, I hope that it's going to pierce you with truth and hope and you're going to begin to realize we cannot ascribe nobility to our depravity, nor is our own sincere desire to go with God going to be the power that we need in the days that we live and in the assignments that we have. So take a listen today, and I would appreciate you giving Tent Talk Podcast a five-star review Uh, so that you rate us, you would subscribe, you would share it. This helps us to get the message out. It helps Tent Talk to be um, uh, on more platforms and to gain more exposure, which means more listeners, which means that more people have the opportunity to hear the Father and to get ready for the days in which we live. So could you do all of that for us here at Tent Talk in addition to listening to it, sharing it, um, posting it in your social media, put it in your IG story uh, help us to get the message out. All right, love you all. So I can remember a time when God said to me, Nancy, quit ascribing nobility to your depravity In today's slang, maybe God would be saying quit quit acting so bougie. <laughs> Quit acting like something that you're not, because when we ascribe a nobility, a goodness to our depravity, it means that we have ascribed a goodness to ourselves, thinking higher of ourselves than we ought, is that we have ascribed that uh, our goodness is enough, Uh, therefore we shun and. another slang term, we throw shade on uh, the goodness of God. To think that human goodness is anything close to the goodness of God is just so off. It's just sickening. Now, I would never have known that had the goodness of God not come to me. Uh, in his revealing to me what I was doing. When I would say things like, you know, well, I just don't want to hurt their feelings, and that's why I'm not, you know, speaking up. And I wouldn't want someone to think that, you know, I was upset. When I might actually be raging and angry, but I was so intent on managing the impression and controlling how people saw me. You see, all of that that I'm describing is the self-life. That's not me anymore as a born-again person, but it is the self. My friends, we are about to get an education in the self-life within the church. You see, once you are born again, you have received the life of Jesus. We talk about this all the time here on Tent Talk. All the time, discipling people into the experiential life of Christ as our very own. So you don't have two natures, but in spirit, you are spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit man, the new creation, has a new life, new nature. You share in the mind of Christ, in everything that is his, that is yours now by inheritance. You do not earn it. It doesn't come by your goodness. It doesn't come by uh, what you can do in your highly evolved self. My friends, we are no more highly evolved. We may be a little bit better at covering it, but God has loved us so much that uh, he's uncovering that which we keep covering. And he's not doing it to destroy us, but to expose that which will destroy you. So you see, we are born again by His goodness, by His mercy, by the finished work of Jesus on the cross. We have received the person of Jesus Christ. Therefore, sin has now been, if you will, this power known as sin, though it has no power over me any longer, it is still present within the body, and it wants to war against the new man And the self, the very independent um, way of living, uh, is still still present. But it's not in your spirit. It's not who you are. And this is why we, we have to know, just like we can't ascribe nobility to our depravity, is we've also got to understand that our sincere desire for God is not our power. I don't care how many conferences you go to. I don't care how many retreats you go to. How many, you know, I've got it now, you know, sermons you've heard. My friends, your power is not in your feeling, your desire, your sincerity, the tenacity of your will. It's not in there. Your power is the person of Holy Spirit and the power that He wields, that He releases inside of you is the sword of the spirit the word of god and the finished work of jesus the very power of the cross the power of christ crucified is what holds things that are still present holds them in their place of death this is why being in abiding dependency upon holy spirit is absolute paramount for the new man to, to continue to be led by the spirit, to be animated and to live and have your movement and being, and you know, do your laundry and do whatever else you got to do. This is have our movement and our being is in them. As we de- as we depend upon them because we have now been made one with them. Why? Because we are like them. We have their nature. Come on. You got it. There's gotta be good news in there somewhere, or why would it be called the good news? And yet, the devil still exists. Demons still exist. There is a presence of the power of sin that exists, but it's not in you. And if we do not allow Holy Spirit to do His discipling work in us, we will box the air the rest of our life, and then come to the, uh, you know, depraved conclusion: uh, there is no God. None of this works. This isn't real, and we will yield to our own you know, brand of Christianity, or we will just go off and get a spirituality all our own, or we'll, you know, one-off the whole thing and say none of it is real. You see, sin is a progressive power, and it plans to take you somewhere, not just make you do something. It plans to take you somewhere separate from Him. So we can't ascribe a nobility to our depravity, nor can we trust in our own sincere desire uh, to be our power. There is so much that we do not know that truly the people of God could perish for lack of real knowledge, the real experiential knowing. And if you are maturing and if you are going with him, uh, I can guarantee you that you're going to have to know self and its capacity mm, to resist God, to defy Him, it has no interest in Him. The problem is is when the believer thinks that's them, they're trying to combat it by many different things rather than allow Holy Spirit to disciple them uh, into the real truth. So I just want to say to you today that uh, we can't be thinking higher of ourselves than we ought to. We can't be bougie, <laughs> the bourgeois, right? Trying to live something that we're not and putting on airs and acting, you know. That's why there's every creepy crawly thing happening in private, whether you're a pastor, a leader, uh, you know, a politician, whatever, or the, the, just the person sitting, you know, in their office chair or sitting on the pew at church. There's a whole lot of stuff going on when we ascribe nobility to our depravity. There's a whole lot of filth, because if you will remember this, God considers the goodness of man, the self-righteousness of man, as filthy, filthy rags. We don't, but God does, and therefore we uh, can expect that he's going to have to expose it because we have refused to come into agreement with him. We have refused, and a a veil has come over us, a voodoo spell, a bewitching, a fascination, according to Galatians 3, has come over us. We are not more highly evolved, my friends. we're in the same condition as the people who worship the golden calf, the ones who lusted to go back into Egypt, lusted to go back into former things. Uh, We are no better than those who murmured against God and the leaders that were leading them out. Um, My friends, we're about to have to realize the corruption of self if we're ever going to truly turn to Christ as life and live as what we were meant to and quit Uh, embracing 17 forms of Christianity and offering out all these options is that you can be as shallow as you want. Just come to Jesus and basically do Jesus the favor of being a Christian. Now, it'll be your own kind of Christianity, of course. You will decide what it's like. My friends, if you're deciding what it's like, then it's not the Christianity born of Christ. And so, um, you know, happy weekend, Okay. Right. Because I'm just going to tell you, this is, this is Friday, March 11th. Okay. No matter when you listen to this, if it's today, if it's in a week in a year, let me tell you, this truth remains eternal. We are getting ready. God is getting ready to love his church and love his people by exposing the filth of our own goodness within the church And the carnage that it has been working, the destruction and the open slaughter of abusing power, abusing people, using them in ways they were never meant to be used, uh, to see the, the, the filth of a counterfeit intimacy that has been flowing, that has opened us up to every bit of license and lasciviousness and just filth. We've, we've just about given up our birthright for a bowl of stew. And God has loved us with an everlasting love, and he's about to expose it because it's been doing the damage. The damage doesn't come in the exposure, my friends. The exposure is what gives us the opportunity to actually be able to come into agreement with God as He shows it to us from His point of view. So it's like I tell people, you know, and if you you know get my book, and I highly recommend that you do get my book From Trauma to Trust, uh, The Making of a Messenger, you can order it on Amazon or contact me here at Nancy McCrady Ministries. Uh, but I'm telling you that... Uh, We have just about given up our birthright for a bowl of stew. We have just about come to the place where we want the temporary things rather than the eternal One Himself. I don't even want just what God can give me, wanting Him. And only He can make that true inside of us. And when I was in deep trouble, chapters, well, I was in trouble a lot, but chapters 9 through 12, especially in the book, I just thank God that he kept all my adulterous lovers from me. The hedge of protection was to keep me from whoring myself after him, not to keep precious little me from being harmed by someone else. No, I was, I was the one who was bringing harm. And we've got to deal with all sides of trauma. We've got to deal with then the core trauma, which is we have been living separate and independent from God. So there you have it on this Friday afternoon. I pray that as you listen, as you think, if you say, Nancy, you just talk too much about self, okay. Until self is exposed, and then it catapults, that process catapults people into the heart of God for what God is after, I will continue. Because this is what God is doing, this is what is necessary, and we can count on God to do exactly what is needed to bring us to Himself, to live in their nature, not a higher, more evolved good, of the you know, uh, of man's nature, no, His nature. That's always been the plan. Plan A is still on. Get the shirt. <laughs> listen, listen to, you know, the beginning episodes of Tent Talk, three hundred some odd episodes ago. Come on now. Let, let's quit trying to solve our many, many problems and let's come to see that we have this one problem that may show up in many ways and it is self and its power of sin and its flesh, which is its ways of behaving good and evil. And let Holy Spirit, by the cross, bring the whole thing down. Hmm so that we can step into Christ in us and us in him, for him, about him. Okay, got to stop. All right. Love you all. God is at work, and the good news is really, really good. But, my friends, for the good news to be really, really good, the bad news is going to have to be really, really bad. We're going to have to see it according uh, to what he says that it is. And we will cling then and abide in Jesus, the only hope of glory, (laughs) the only hope of glory, really the only hope of anything. It is Christ. It is Jesus, the one and only. And he leads us to the Father. And Holy Spirit makes it all happen. So maybe my parting word will be, why don't you take a seat at the table that they've set for you in the presence of your enemies, and let them begin to define everything for you. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymacready.com or follow her on social media at nbmacrady.